0: Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app development. I'm Marco Arment.
1: And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. So today what I wanted to talk through is the broader concept, but something that started from a sort of my initial planning for getting ready to go and attend WWDC this year, where um, one of the things that I was thinking about is the interactions that I tend to have at the at the actual convention, at the um, you know on the floor, and something that has happened several times is I'll you know be walking around and I'll just sort of randomly bump into somebody and start you know chatting, and it's like as we start talking, eventually we get to a point that they're, they're like, oh wait, you're the guy who did pedometer plus plus, like I love that app or something like that, where you have this interaction where it's like eventually they do sort of the, the, this there's this discovery of a, a common like a common ground.
0: It's almost an accident.
1: Yeah, it's, it's and and that accidental nature of it is the problem. Is the problem that I wanted to talk about today? Because what I've been thinking about is it's like, well, what do most companies do when they encounter this kind of a thing? It's like if you walk around WWDC, you will see people wearing like one password shirts, and you know they work for AgileBits, um, or you'll see you know. Companies with Omni shirts on, or whatever, and you'll know they work for Omni. And so, if you like Omni and want to talk to someone who works there, like you know how to go, how to go about doing that. But it feels weird, in some ways, or at least initially, it started feeling weird. And I was like, should I like make shirts that say, you know, it's like my apps and have like Pedometer Plus Plus or Sleep Plus Plus or Under the Radar, even, um, or even just my name, like put on it. Um, and it, it's weird because it feels a bit like. Uh, like, like self promotion in that way feels a bit odd. And the more I've thought about this, I need to probably not think about it in those ways. But it seemed like an interesting topic to talk about because I struggle with this this weird tension of it's like if I were if I if if I was working for a bigger company and I was going to a convention and that c- company said hey you know here's you know five t shirts that have our various products on it would love it if you could wear them during the thing and you know see if that can you know, start a conversation, help a conversation along. Like I, I wouldn't feel weird about doing that. i would be like, yeah, totally. You know, I'm a team player. Let's do this. But when it's like me promoting myself, it feels a bit weird. And that tension is a strange thing. And I think in some ways, it's unique to being an indie. But um, I think a lot of people probably struggle with this type of thing when your brand is more personal rather than um, sort of more corporate.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is, I think a lot of this plays into what I I think would probably be like the stereotypical geek personality that many people in our industry, uh, I think us included, uh, have, which is, you know, it's it's hard for people with this personality type to self-promote. It's hard for them to like brag about themselves uh, and promote promote their work a lot of times. And this is something I had to just get over over the years honestly and i'm still not great at it but um it's it's really hard for certain personality types to to be willing to do that and i think what it what helps to to distinguish here between like times you should and shouldn't do that or where you know when or where you should and shouldn't do that is to recognize that there are lots of situations in which you know like like walking around wdc tons of people there are wearing their own t-shirts like there that is if there's ever a time and place to wear your own t-shirt of the app you make or the company you work for it's at a conference full of other people doing the exact same thing (laughs) like the the cost of you doing that the risk of you doing that is absolutely lowest there during that week um and there's also you know situations like like if you are at a you know a tech meetup or you know it's just any place where you're where you know you're going to be surrounded by other software developers or other people in, in in your in your business who are probably going to also be doing the same thing like that's totally fine and in fact not only are you like you know not only will will, will the world tolerate your self promotion during that time but as you mentioned like for purposes like starting up conversations or trying to meet people who make the apps you like. It's actually helpful. You're actually helping people find you who want to find you, or who are interested in your in your app, or or who know who you are, uh, or who want to know who you are. So it like you're actually helping out by by being self promotional in certain contexts, uh, such as those those kind of you know real life gatherings of of similar types of people. Uh, and that, that you know it's just one of those things where you just kind of have to you just kind of have to think of it from the other person's perspective of like if i wear a shirt that identifies me as the maker of this app uh, or that or as the host of the show or whatever is the other person more likely to think i'm being like an arrogant jerk or more likely to recognize that for for people who want to who are who are who are interested in saying hi to me and and will and that'll make their job actually easier and they will appreciate that rather than trying to guess wait is that underscore there's just a line on a shirt but that, that could be an underscore or it could just be like a line cuz it's it's kind of hard to put your name on a shirt. So <laughs> so like you know like there are so many contexts like that in which you're actually helping the other people by doing that.
1: Yeah, and it's it's an interesting thing too cuz I think about the tension so so like an example another sort of a similar example that's also a bit of a tension is like the degree to which you talk about Um, or or like mention when people say nice things about your products, right. Um, it's like similar in this way where there's this strange tension around, you know, it's it's like if someone writes a nice review of one of 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 my apps, do I like, you know, put that on Twitter, put on my blog. It's like, that feels a little weird. Like retweeting when people say nice things about you, like that's a little gauche, I guess. Like it's not great. Um, but I think what I've been trying to work through is why that feels weird versus what I'm increasingly coming to grips with about being fine with of the, like, it's good for people to know who you are and to know what you're associated with. And like, that's just building a brand versus being, it's like, what kind it's like, then you start to get to the question of what kind of brand do you want to be? and that's i think the more interesting place to where like i need to get comfortable with like the first step like i am i am a brand like i have a a following online i do things in a public in a public way like i make apps that are used by hundreds of thousands of people like that's an important thing and i need to just be okay with that and then it's like okay well what kind of brand do i want to be because even big companies have different brands that makes like th- that have different personalities to them like there's ones that are very kind of um, like uh, casual or very formal or um, very inviting. And, you know, even down to the things like I'm thinking about, like I'm working on the, you know, what, what design should I have for like my shirt? And it's like, well, it's probably going to be kind of geeky. Like I'm going to make something that's a little bit um, that that's not just like a picture of an app icon. Like it's going to be a little bit silly. And that probably speaks more to like the personality of my company and my own personality. And I think that works. But it's like an important thing that I really. It's kind of bad in some ways. Like I've been doing this for so long, but I'm still have these like these basic elements of marketing that I'm just not really comfortable with or have really thought through.
0: I mean, I I think it really does have a lot to do with the context. You know, as I said earlier, like you know, there there are some contexts in which people actually are being helped by by your marketing. And you know, to like your example of like, do you retweet things that are complimentary? in the context of people who who follow you on Twitter who are going to see this they don't need that 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 is not really helping them to hear how awesome you are because they already follow you they already think you're awesome they don't need to see everyone else thinking you're awesome and you retweeting that and it just makes you look arrogant but if you have a page for your product like a web page or even like people who just use the description field on the app store for this purpose put put um endorsements there like put positive reviews like the way people pull pull out call quotes like like you know people like people do on movie posters and you know put in the ellipsis so everything sounds good uh <laughs> you know it's like you know like if if prominent people or publications or anybody really says something nice about you yeah maybe don't retweet it but put it on your marketing page because in that kind of context that is not only appropriate but can be helpful to people who are visiting to kind of see, like, you know, who else has vetted this app? Who, you know, is, are there any big publications or names that I've heard of who have said nice things about this? Like, that's actually useful information in that context. So, I, and I think, you know, it's it's tempting to just step back and say, well, I, I don't feel comfortable doing any of this. So, I'm just going to let people find my stuff. But people won't find your stuff. Like, that's not how this works. And that's, that's kind of... Um, it's it's almost a naive view of like how how this world works now that it's very tempting to to think it's it's a very appealing notion uh to think that you know I can just put something good out there and it'll it'll get found people will find it and sometimes that does really happen but it really helps a lot if you can grease the wheels a little bit if you, if you can get a lot more people to look at it first and the way you do that is is some kind of promotion, some kind of telling people what you're about. And I think the line that has to be drawn is figuring out when such promotion would be considered inappropriate and not doing it in those places, but then finding the opportunities where it is appropriate or where it is even helpful and trying to focus your efforts there. And that that isn't always a, uh, an easy line for a lot of people to find, um, you know, and certain certain products make it easier or harder certain personality types make that easier or harder to to figure out where that line is but there are places where it is totally appropriate to market yourself and to market your app and it it isn't really if you think about it it isn't even really that hard to to think about what those places might be you know obviously there's conferences there's in-person things um and i would say anywhere where like you're going to a meeting and everybody like passes out business cards that's not that's not what i'm talking about that's just a waste of paper. But
1: <laughs> oh, that is actually a thing I've been wondering. It's like, should I have business cards? Like I haven't had business cards in years. I, I, I
0: think I, in our business the answer generally
1: is no. But. Yeah. But like there's this every now and then I'm like, I wonder if I'll at some point like I'll run into somebody who would be important to be able to for them to know, like, reach back out to me and it's like, I have no I have nothing to give you. I it's like I can write my name on your hand. Like that's all I've got. Like it's not <laughs> um, it's not great, but it's the same kind of thing. Cause it's like, there are opportunities like that. Like what you're just saying, it's like having those contexts where it's completely appropriate to interact in a marketing way and say like, Hey, it's like, I'm this person, here's my app. And like have something to, to hand to them. Like it's, if you went to a trade show and ha- had a booth, like you'll have things to hand out to people because it's a context where if someone wants to receive that, you want to be able to give it to them. Right.
0: Exactly. And that's like, there are so many contexts like that in which your self-promotion is welcome or helpful. And so, for instance, we've talked in the past about about pitching the press on your app. This is a great example of this kind of thing, where you know a, a website that posts links to things and reviews things every day, like Daring Fireball or Mac Stories or iMore, these sites need things to post every day. You're not putting them out by suggesting, hey, why don't you maybe check this out that I just made. It, it solves this problem. That you're not like you know I mean you can be you can do it badly (laughs) in a way that seems spammy but if you just do it like a human in a respectful way it tends to be welcome and that isn't to say that they are guaranteed to to link to you to cover you to give you a positive review but you have to at least do the first step of like letting people know about your app because sites like that need things to post every day so by you promoting your app to them you are not annoying them. You are helping them do their job, like that. So and so, find places where hearing about your app will help people do a job in a way that is not spammy or annoying. Yeah. So, like for me, like you know, blind email blasts when people blast email all over me, I don't, I don't appreciate that very much. Um, and one of the main reasons is because like the the lists that people tend to, I assume, buy. Uh, often include bad addresses things like overcast support address that like that's not an appropriate place to send promotional stuff about your service to make developers lives easier um, but you know if like people run websites that that review apps and there's a there's a contact form there or there's an email address there for like hey, hey send your you know pr inquiries or whatever here like that is the appropriate place for that they're asking you to do that there so find places like that uh, and And use that to your advantage, because honestly, in this business, you have to be some degree of self promotional because there's so much out there there 's so many other apps there's so many other services there's so many other consultants, no matter what you 're doing in the in the mobile app development business it 's crowded these days, and you have to stand out somehow. There are so many people out there who don 't do any reasonable amount of self promotion who can 't do it right or who don 't do it right. If you can just do that correctly at all, like you don't even have to be great at it. Just, just be okay at it. And that will put you in like the top 5% of pretty much everybody else out there doing the exact same thing as you. Uh, so that helps a lot. And I would even argue that if you're the kind of person who, who is just really having a hard time with self-promotion and who really can't do it, I would argue that you're probably better off working for a company than than working on your own because it's such an important part of working on your own that if you can't
1: do it, someone else should be doing it for you. Yeah, and I think that's a great part like aspect that I need always need to remind myself about where just because like I got into this business to write software, like to to open Xcode and work in there and just because that's what I'm good at and just because that's what I like like doing most doesn't somehow mean that the other aspects of running a software business like go away that like they're not going to it's not like this somehow like oh well that's what i do so i'm just going to do that it's like no there are many aspects to running a business that i have to do and like some of them i can outsource so like i have an accountant who files my taxes for me because that's in a very vital important part of my business but it's something that i really don't want to do that's something that she is way better at doing than i am so i have her have someone do that and so when i think about something like marketing which is and which is really what all of this is like this is promotion and publicity and marketing like it's there it's a division within a bigger company it's even if it's not something that i want to do or feel qualified or skilled at doing it's still something that's important for me to get you know develop that skill get better at etc because it's not going to if it doesn't happen it's it's not like that's fine it's problematic for my business and in in a big way too it's key having the mindset of that if i don't do this then all the work i'm doing in xcode is in many ways kind of diminished because fewer people are going to benefit from it. You know, fewer people are going to see the products I make. And that's, like, I'm sort of, like, shooting myself in the foot. And so it's, like, it has to be done. And so it's, like, yeah, it's these th- weird things of having to really think about how can I get better at this? Like, how can I find be okay with, uh, like, and like, under you know, with marketing myself? What are things that I should be doing that I don't? You know, like, a lot of my apps don't have good, really great websites or Social media presences or things like there are aspects of them that I think about that I'm like, should I be doing more in that? Should I not? Like, does it matter? And maybe in our business, like specifically in the App Store, I don't know the degree to which having a good website matters. Um, But it's definitely something that I know I have to keep reminding myself because my default is never going to be, oh, like focus a ton on marketing because that's not what I'm like good at or skilled at and got into this business to do in the first place.
0: We are brought to you this week by Pingdom. Start monitoring your websites and servers today at Pingdom.com. You get a 14-day free trial, and when you offer a code RADAR at checkout, you get 20% off your first invoice. Once again, it's code RADAR at checkout for 20% off your first invoice at Pingdom. Pingdom is focused on making the web faster and more reliable for everybody who has a website. They do this by offering powerful and easy-to-use monitoring tools and services. For example, uh, you can monitor the availability and performance of your server, your database, or your entire Website, and by the way, you don't actually have to own the website. You can monitor other people's websites for things like uptime or changes. Like underscore and I, uh, we we used to run these checks to monitor the WWDC site for changes, so that we could be the first to know when the new year of WWDC tickets were announced, and we could go buy them before the lottery system. It actually worked really well, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean it, they're. Their ability to detect changes is way better than any other system I've ever used. So it's like when we were back in the day when it was this mad rush to get a ticket to WWDC. And oh, man, I'm so glad those aren't the days anymore. But yeah, it's like I'd get, you know, my phone would just light up like a Christmas tree every time um, tickets were available for WWDC. And I would know, like within a few seconds of, you know, Apple publishing the change. I knew about it because Pingdom's really on it and really responsive to like detecting these kinds of things.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I've I have used Pingdom myself since uh, April of 2007. First, you know, I use it at Tumblr, use it at Instapaper, use it at Overcast, and I use it for my own blog for during during most of that time as well. I still use it then. Uh, so I have been using Pingdom for longer than the iPhone has been out, the first iPhone. Like yeah. so, so to give you some idea, you know, way before they were sponsored, I've been using them for a long time. I have a lot of experience with them. They're great. I, I strongly recommend that if you have any kind of website or web service that you care about at all, from a blog to a service that your apps depend on to a marketing page or whatever else have pingdom monitor it because first of all you'd be surprised how often you have little outages at your host And that's good to know when when you know doing things like deciding what what host to go with or what kind of host to go with um, and you know you can get things fixed quickly uh, i i just i cannot recommend pingdom enough because here's what you don't want to happen you don't want for you know for you to be out all day and then you launch your twitter app and then you see that six hours ago, people on Twitter started telling you, hey, your site's down. Hey, your site's down. Hey, your site's down. <laughs> you, that's, that's not good. That's not good for, for your reputation. It's not good for possibly your income if your site is what generates your money. Uh, it certainly does not look very professional if you have to wait until people on Twitter tell you your site is down before you realize it's down. With Pingdom, you are the first to know. It can check your site as often as once a minute. And it can text you, it can send push notifications, it can send emails, it can do all those things or some of those things, none of those things, or some of those things conditionally based on how severe it is. It is so great. I Again, I've been using it since 2007. Strongly recommend it. Check it out. Go to Pingdom.com for a 14-day free trial and use code RADAR to get 20% off at checkout. Thanks a lot to Pingdom for sponsoring us once again. All right, so... I think it's interesting to to consider uh, you know all these these marketing angles and everything um, as you know what's appropriate and what's not. Obviously, we can talk about this academically, and and I, it seems like I have a slightly easier time than you do, or at least I I started earlier on the path to, towards self promotion. Sounds right. Um, so you know, as, as you as you know all the same things I do, you know, as you can think about the same things rationally what are the irrational pressures or fears or conflicts that you feel about this that other people might relate to um, that, you know, and, and can you talk about maybe like, maybe like how, just like the feeling side of this, like once you know what you should be doing, what still stops you from doing it and what might be a way that you could overcome that?
1: Yeah. The one that comes to mind the most, and I think this is at, it's at, like at the core of so much of these challenges, is that feeling of... It's like putting yourself out there um, where, I mean, I still do every time I I write up an an email to the press, I always have this feeling of like, I can be so proud of my app and what it does and how well it works. And I'm sitting down to write this to somebody and I get nervous and worried and like, what if they don't like it? What if they hate it? What if they are going to, you know, reject me or be mean to me or whatever. Like, you can have these very, like, you know, sort of visceral feelings about that. And I think around marketing and a lot of these kind of, like, self-promotional things, there is certainly an element of that, of this, whenever, any time that you are sort of, really sort of putting out your name in a way, in a public, obvious way, intentionally drawing attention to yourself, it's like you're also setting yourself up for the possibility um, of someone not liking you. And I think the thing that you have to... At a certain point, come to grips with is A, like there's always going to be people who don't like you. Like, no matter how likable you are, there's always going to be that. And there's a certain amount of just like you have to get, be, o- be okay with that and not like get your, you know, your value from other people. Like, you have to, re- like, when if I look at something I make and I think it's good, then that at a certain point has to be enough that it's, it's like, it doesn't have to just be validated externally. Um, and, but then it's also just re- being, un- being aware that, that's probably also not what's going to happen. Like the number of times I've had the negative version of that are like, I can remember them because that's just the way human nature is that we think like the impact of the negative is what is disproportionate to the impact of the positive. You know, a hundred people can say a nice thing and one person can say a mean thing and you remember that mean thing. Um, But overall, like that's not my experience and it's, but it's having to overcome the emotional part of that, of that feeling of just like that nervousness and the shyness. I um, mean, and it's the same thing that happens in in life. Like I, I remember we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with going to WWDC, and it's like it's that same feeling of when I'd see someone that I'd recognize, it's like, oh, should I go say hi? Like I'd love to meet them, but being nervous about that and being nervous how the conversation will go, and all these types of things when. In reality, it goes fine. Like that's just not the um, that's just not the reality. Like people are generally very polite and very nice, and it'll go well. But that certainly is a, is a like a genuine feeling to overcome of that feeling of like is this good enough? Is it going to go well? Um, and so anytime you're drawing attention to yourself, like that's just part of the, like that's just part of it. But there's definitely that like kind of irrational feeling of like oh no, like what if what if people don't like me?
0: Oh, sure. I mean, and, and there's not – I mean, that's that's hard for – like, you know, I, I would expect a lot of people who like computers who are roughly our age probably had a rough time socially in school growing up. I sure did. And it's – and a lot of those pressures, like, come right back to, like, feeling like you're in, in high school again or in middle school again and, like, getting socially rejected or romantically rejected. And, and there's, like, these deep-rooted scars that so many of us have from, from growing up uh, in that kind of situation – and so, it's really hard to overcome that feeling. But the good thing is, as you mentioned, like, you know, people are generally nice and polite because you know what? We aren't in high school anymore. Like, everyone around us now is, like, is an adult. And usually, they're a lot like us <laughs> who had a similar background as us. Uh, and so, it's... The the chances of, like, getting really scarred and, and, and rejected in the ways that we're all, like, consciously or subconsciously afraid of I think are pretty low you know we're 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 adults now we're in we're in an industry now where like you know we won like this we we won the world <laughs> you know like we don't have to worry about 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 all those like emotional pressures anymore, and you know in this industry and in the way things work both in person and online uh you're not likely to get rejected if, if the worst that you can generally expect is to be ignored or to be lost in in the shuffle because there's just so much out there and that's you can't really if that happens and it will um it happens to all of us you can't really take that personally because it's probably not for personal reasons like you know if if apple doesn't pick you to be featured or if a website doesn't pick you to to write about or doesn't pick your app to review that week it might be because they didn't like it and they looked at it but it's probably not because of that it's probably because they got too much stuff and yours slipped through the cracks or they weren't or whatever yours did that's not the kind of thing they were looking for that week or you know there's so many other reasons that it is generally you know due to um, if if you if you do get ignored or passed over for something in, in this business that it's probably not personal it's probably not about your app your app might not have even been looked at that's the reality of of getting rejected in this business today is that it's generally due to people being overwhelmed, not due to anything personal against you. And so the risk of putting yourself out there is, is
1: pretty low really. And I think it's also that like one of the most impressive things is confidence and whether that is true confidence or kind of like more of a fake it till you make it kind of thing. But the, like, that's something that I think, gen- like, universally people find impressive, like, going back to high school or whatever. Like, it's, like, the people, like, like the kids who were confident, even if they're, like, conf- like confidently strange, are still cool. Like, in, in a way that is, there is, that, that is, like, that is the thing that we're sort of in, in many ways, and this is what I strive, to, I'm sort of striving toward, is, like, being confident in what I make being confident in sort of like the person I am and being able to be authentic about that, then it is like, that's something that's attractive. That's something that is interesting and engaging and will start conversations and will open doors and those types of things. I mean, in some ways it's being, it's like even just having the confidence to ship in the first place is a huge thing to have accomplished. And, in marketing, there's that same type of thing. It's like that when I run into somebody and they ask me what apps, like, and they'll be like, "Oh, what apps do you?" use? It's like, "Oh, what do you do?" "Oh, I make apps." "Oh, have I ever have I heard of any?" It's like not being like, "Oh, probably not," like the non-confident response, or it's like, "Oh, I make an app called Pedometer++. Plus It you know, and
0: yeah, start with that. Don't even start with "I make apps." Start with "I make this particular app." Here's what it is. Here's what it's called. Here's what it does. Here's why you want it.
1: Exactly. And having that confidence that like, this is something that they were going to be interested in and maybe they are, maybe they won't, but it's way better. And it's going to come across so much more, um, appealing in a much more appealing way. If you start with that confidence versus being like, Oh, well, you know, I do stuff. Uh, I kind of make stuff like that's not appealing. That's not you're not pr- promoting yourself and you're doing your work a, dis- a discredit as a result. Exactly.
0: All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, WBDC is coming up really quickly now, so we'll be talking about that probably more uh, next week, I would imagine. Everyone listening, thank you for listening, and I will see you at WBC wearing my own shirt. Nice. I hope you do too. <laughs> All right. See you next week.
1: All right. Bye.